Yo, yo. Well. <laughs> what is going on, people? Well, this is Project Gay Vape. I'm your boy, Joe. Got my boy, Quade here. What's good, Quade? What's up, man? How you doing? I'm, I'm just chilling here. <laughs> <laughs> Can you sound any more like you're rehearsed or something? <laughs> <laughs> I, I was thinking in my head, what should I say? And I don't know. That just came out. So sad. I'm just going with that. At this point, you know, am I trying to be the most professional podcast out here? No, but at least, like, you know, I want it to be entertaining. So don't worry. Just lay back. You've done this before. You have your own. We, it doesn't, we've fucking done this, so you don't have to sound too pre-rehearsed. But anyway, welcome to Project Kayfabe once again. This is a wrestling podcast. We're a pop culture podcast. We do a bunch of different things here. Hopefully, if you're seeing this, this might be on YouTube. This, you're probably seeing this or listening to this on the podcast, on Spotify, wherever you get the pod. And, um, of course, if you hear Quade on the pod, that means we're doing a wrestling episode. And there's a couple of things I want to talk about. You know, uh, everything with your boy Cody Rhodes. You got Elimination Chamber and how WWE's doing, which is... Uh, and then related to WWE, what I kind of wanted to talk about is WWE 2K22. Because that is coming up very soon. We are two weeks away. And, uh, you know, it's, I'm, I'm thinking about it. I was telling my boy Shane, I'm like, yeah, like, I got to... I'm going to buy the game, unfortunately, may or may not like it or not. I don't know. A lot of it, I'm like, all right, at least it's not going to be my own real, real money because I'm going to use my points off my credit card. I'm like, oh, I got enough points to buy the deluxe edition, so I'll just do that. You know, get my get me the NWO pack at The Undertaker and all that. But <laughs> my friend was like, yeah, maybe wait a week before you get it. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? That's a true point because honestly, like after 2K20, it can't get any fucking worse, but with the way that they're revealing this game, it's like, it seems like even though they had since 2019 to fix their errors, like, it just feels like they did some stuff, but they didn't really care about fixing a whole bunch of other things, or at least, like, the hype right now is, like, very mediocre for this game. Like, I feel like the biggest hype is, like, finally, we're getting a game that's not 2K20 and shitty. And it's not 2K19, which is just so old, but we had to, everyone had to make it work. And part of the reason why I want to get it is for content, because, you know, I'm dabbling on YouTube for the podcast and for myself and streaming. So I have ideas I want to do, like, for example, you and I and Finn, I want us to record an episode of the podcast where we're going to book the best WrestleMania card we ever can. This is something kind of like um, that they did on one of the shows on Peacock with Sam Roberts and the people with the bump and stuff like that. So I want to, I think it would be cool if we find a way to book the best two night WrestleMania show ever, quote unquote, you know, with legends, all the people that really deserve it from WrestleMania's beyond past and stuff. And then on 2k22, well, hit my mic 2k22. I want to like simulate and do commentary and talk about it and do that and release that on YouTube. I think that could be fucking cool. And, like, that's part of the reason why I want to buy this game, because of the content related to this and actually really dive into the WWE game universe. But, God, I don't know how I feel about this game right now. How do you feel? I mean, you're obviously probably seeing this stuff, too, just as I am. So what do you think? Yeah, man, I'm pretty excited for it. I'm So the reason why I'm excited for it is because, like, no matter what, people on Discord are like, oh, you know, you should wait a day, this, that, yada. But I'm just like, I'm going to buy it anyway, because no matter what, I play 2K24 what two years now like i didn't go back to 2k19 like most people did i stuck at 2k20 and just made it because i was just like you know what it wasn't that bad of experience for me you know there's some issues some glitches but you know after a while i just said like, i don't care i just want to play with the updated roster i i know so for me it's like 
I'm going to play 2K22 no matter what. If it's bad, if it's good. I've seen the worst. I've been to the worst at this point with WWE games. So it's like, I honestly don't care. But I will say I'm disappointed in some aspects. Like, GMO doesn't look like that much fun as we know what it used to be. GMO looks so trash. (laughs) It's it's so bare bones. And it's like, part of me is like, all right, you know, this is going to be a stepping stone towards, like, um, next year's game or whenever they make another game. Because it might not even be every year. Like, they might add to GMO and make it better. But for this year itself, it's just like, Two <laughs> two titles, one for men's, one for women's, three matches per show. That just sounds like I don't know. That sounds so horrible. Like how how can they get from PS2 ever have a way better mode than the one currently out right now? All you have to do is copy and paste it. You know, it's like yeah, all that much stuff to it. Like I don't know. <laughs> Dude, I saw that, and that was, like, one thing I never, because, like, it was funny. I remember uh, Chris from Tiger Driver, he was like, yeah, people got to be honest. You weren't, you know, as a kid, you weren't fucking going crazy on GM mode and shit like that. Like, maybe now I see, like, for example, people have done it. Like, I know people like Tubby Emu. He used to do that shit, but he ain't Tubby anymore. Shout out to him. Um, What else? Like, you got X, like, very high life. Like, he does this all the time on his streams. He even has a call, like, Smackdown Live. And, like, it looks kind of cool, and, like, I even was watching CM Pulse last year or even a year before that during the lockdown when he was doing like a fire pro kind of GM mode. I'm like, this kind of made me a little more interested. And when they finally fucking announced that it was coming, I know a lot of people were excited. But now when you look at this, I'm like, I don't think I'm ever going to touch this fucking sided game. Like, I thought I was going to be able to make cool content maybe out of this, you know, to do gm related shit and make a fucking book a show but for all intents and purposes might as well just do that in universe mode because this is dumb as fuck like it doesn't look like it's gonna do anything that you would want i mean yeah you said it one fucking title the world title and uh, oh wait no the woman's title is also in the mix and you could do tag team matches but there's no tag team titles (laughs) you could also do only singles matches and tag matches uh you can't like fucking book like a fucking TLC match or anything like it's just so dumb like why would you do why would you take away so much this kind of reminds me of when they dropped 2K15 on next gen mm. and i remember there were so many things that weren't in the game in terms of like game types like i'm pretty sure they were missing certain like match like match types and shit like that and you're like why is this not in the game when a year before this was and, you know, I mean, I probably the most excited thing I am about it is how the character models look and all that. Sure, I'll be on Xbox One until I eventually get my, you know, Xbox Series X. So that's why I'm going to buy the Deluxe Edition so I don't have to give WWE 2K an extra fucking $60. But uh, there's just so much they haven't shown to this game within two weeks. Like, for example, as I'm kind of mentioning it, I don't know. Like, we know how it's going to look like for Xbox one i mean series x and ps5 even though technically i'm pretty sure like most games they're only showing pc footage Mm. but like all right show us what next gen looks like for real this time but then also show us uh like your old gen you know because people are going to be buying deluxe copies and shit so they could do both so show us that uh what else i saw that there's a a leak i don't know if you saw this too but of the game mode my rise which i guess is their like career mode and it was talking about how there's like 200 player stories, which I don't know what that means, whether it's combinations or what. But like, all right, maybe explain this. That kind of sounds a little exciting. This sounds like if you run a career mode, there might be tons of options to do here. I remember the last career mode for 2K20 watching it. And it was like, 
I feel like they've stepped up a little bit more and more every time, even though it gets it gets you could only get so far without doing anything else with that shit. So hopefully this means that this can you can play more with this stuff. That's the thing about a lot of WWE games that unless you're a content creator, you run out of fucking ideas on what you're going to do with this game because it's just the, the same game over and over again after all. So if they give you like all these options and branching storylines for your career mode, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I think that branching storylines is something that people just wanted for like ever since like here comes the pain. You know, I could just I never played I played this game, but I never they like, play like the actual story mode for those things. But I know people love them and just like having some type of a real career mode is just something that would be fun. Like I didn't play the career mode last year because it, it was wonky with all the like mystical stuff that they threw into the game that I just was not interested in. And the year before that was just bare bones. So like hopefully this year is actually something like entertaining and actually good. Um but I think most of my time is gonna end up just being spent in like universe mode. Cause honestly that's just like to me it's the best mode that they got, even though it's, it's as bare bones as it can be sometimes. It's like at least it's the place where I had the most fun, the most creativity. Um and I thought that's what GMO is gonna be this year, but sadly, you know, still gonna be universe mode and hopefully, you know, they made it best in some possible way, shape, or form because that's what I'm probably going to spend like the next year doing, you know? Yeah, like, you know, there's a lot of YouTubers that do this idea of, or at least a major WWE YouTubers that like, oh, I follow this guy for a year and fast forward into universe mode. And actually, that's cool now that they kind of did that. I, I don't know what the proper name for it is, but there is a mode within you uh, universe mode where you could focus on one player and actually see what happens like um brandon does everything is one of the top youtubers for wwe and content and he did like uh i put veer in i actually brought veer into the fucking wwe and saw what happened with him for a year time so you know that could be something that could actually work out now and actually see what happens with their stories um and then I mean, I think the biggest thing besides like finally having an updated model of a game and shit like that, um, now that they have the cross-platform community creations, that's really cool. Because I remember even though before I even had an Xbox or stuff, whenever I was figuring out, you know, what game I was going to play or whatnot, or just seeing like, you know, you got creators like Defract or like all these people that create all these cool like wrestlers like creating a fmw so you could have like hayabusa and the gladiator and st- stuff like that but then they'd be stuck on like one system and you couldn't get it but now it's pretty cool that like now it's cross-gen you know that's the only thing that's cross-gen technically or not cross-gen or cross i guess cross-play i don't know that's the only thing that for for, for whatever reason is you know the game still isn't cross-play but at least the community creations is so that'll be kind of cool because on twitter I found a bunch of crazy cause from creators. I'm like, that could be cool for just like having in the game. And if you're a content creator or just someone that wants to try this stuff, it could be cool as hell now to have all these people for content. Yeah, that's going to be really dope. And hopefully, you know, there isn't any logo glitches this year that, you know, cause all the creators to just like crap out and just not work. <laughs> we download them off the, off the community creations. I think that was like the biggest issue with 2K20. So, um, if they fix that, it's gonna be dope, and ho- I hope it just works smooth. You know, I can't because w- like one of the biggest reasons, like people like back in the days, like um, like Smash Bros. Raw, like twenty eleven, even like the older games, trying to decide like, oh, which console, which console should I get on? You know, because um, it all depends on like, who had the back community creations, and I really gotta like worry about that. So that's gonna be pretty dope, and you know, I think the cows, the calls, the way you want to call them, the career wrestlers, what really makes the game like 
that longevity of it is make making sure you play for as long as possible. Yeah, I mean that's how come. But well, besides the fact that 2K20 at a lot of times was very unplayable, but that's like why also 2K19 lasted so fucking long because not only was it a playable game, but the cause that were being created. Like there's this one guy. I forget his name, but he literally only makes women content, um, like uh, creative superstars, and all of them look so good. And that's the thing that pisses me off about how good some of these cars are. I'm like, all right, you guys have, you could literally, you don't work for 2K at all, and you make all these beautiful fucking things. But it took until this fucking game, 2K22, where we could actually get a good looking edge model for the first time in like, I don't know, since like 2000 and. 10 <laughs> like it's fucking ridiculous so i don't know i'm i'm still iffy about it and i know i'm gonna have to get it because i want to try and dabble in this side of youtube and you know do stuff for the pod so hope to god it doesn't suck man to drop a hundred ten dollars on this fucking bundle man it's gonna be a lot of fucking money but you know what hopefully hopefully 2k gives you something that'll work and people are at least like you know it's like it's not. It's a little better than mid. That's all I'm hoping for. Just a little <laughs> bit more better than mid. Yeah, I just want a working game. If the game works, I'm satisfied. I don't even care anymore or anything else. You know, thankfully this is not the only wrestling game coming out within like the next year or two. So if it doesn't work, yeah, AEW yeah, coming out one day. So <laughs> it's not stopping me from. Hopefully that. Kenny Omega just re- not re- I don't know just revealed, but in some interview he said that game will be cross play. You could mm-hmm. fucking play with other fucking people and other systems, so that's cool. Um, there's that wrestling code game. I don't know if you saw the video <laughs> of it. That kind of that kind of looked fucking bad, like in terms <laughs> of like movement. Because nowadays, like it's not hard. It feels like to fucking put a skin on a game to make it look as realistic as fuck, you yeah. know? But I don't know. You must have saw the Scott Steiner one, probably, that has also yeah. Grimm from Grimm's Toy <laughs> Show. That's, a, that's another thing. That pissing me off that in high school, that guy used to make some funny-ass videos, and now this dude is just a fucking idiot. But oh, um, <laughs> that game, that game's been under development for years, and... If they finally release something to look like what it is, and sure, the game kind of looks cool, but Scott Steiner's traps look weird, and then also the movement looks fucking awful. So hopefully that was just like a very early mo- build of what the movement looks like. Because there's, I think there's going to be maybe two other wrestling games that are also coming out, too. Yeah, that one looks but, I don't bad. Know. Like- there's no, there's no. I don't care if it's alpha or anything like that. There's no excuse why this dude's arms is bending into his like his body in 2020. Yeah. So fix that. <laughs> yeah, honestly, and I know they got people mocapping for that game too because I remember like they went to the Nightmare Factory to do that shit. So, I mean, and you know what's actually crazy for the first time, and I shout out to New Legacy for this. Obviously, big YouTube creators in the side of WWE stuff and wrestling content for the first time. Last month, after watching their series, the Royalist Royalist of Rumbles, I um, played Wrestling Empire, you know, that MD Dickies game or whatever. That's actually really fucking fun. You know, they got it on the Switch. You can play it on Steam, and I actually have it on my phone. It's basically the same model all the way through. And, like, even though it's obviously parodies of every current wrestler and stuff like that or old it actually plays kind of fucking fun, especially as like a mobile game too. It's like probably the best mobile wrestling game out there. So like, it's crazy that to think that like even that 
is probably like it looks like it plays better in this fucking wrestling code. And I'm excited for the wrestling code because they have people like uh, the FBI. They got almost all of them. All they need is Tony Mamaluke. And you got all of the FBI in there. You got Kurt Angle. You got Brian Cage. You got all Scott Steiner. You got all these people there. But then the game looks like doo-doo when it comes to actually playing. So hope to God that they figure it out before they drop. And they might not even drop this year. They'll probably drop next year. And I think also AEW might drop next year, too. At this point, from what I hear, yeah. Well, that's that's just, all I can say is look, 2K, you have one chance to make this right. <laughs> if you get it wrong, we have options now. All right, this is not this is not 2K, NBA 2K when you all you can play is 2K. There's options, so honestly, man. And uh, like they even got and I saw they got this thing called My Faction, and we yeah. still don't even know what the fuck that is. And to me, when I read this little blurb that got leaked today, it just sounds like a form of my team, you know, NBA, my team, where you're getting downloading these, all these packs and shit. So this is probably going to be their biggest way to make us spend fucking currency on this game outside of what you normally do. So I don't even, I don't even know what that is, but it just sounds like my team. So I don't know. I I like my team on NBA. That's really fun. It took a lot of my money senior year, but I really (laughs) hope to God this game fucking's good. And come on, it's 2k at this point. If they ain't going to do well with this property, anyone else could fucking buy it. I'd be really excited to see what the fuck EA could do. Or, you know what, if like any company at this point, just give us something. Because 2K, you are known for being a good, well, I wouldn't say a good company. But like, you know, the NBA franchise, it's not that bad. You know, and you got other cool ass games that you've dropped years and years before. So it ain't that fucking hard. It ain't that hard to listen to the audience. It really isn't. But. It is part of WWE, so it is hard to listen to the audience. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, what else did I want to talk about? Uh, well, so the main part I want to talk about is Elimination Chamber, but the main, the main, main part is Cody Rhodes. So we'll talk about Elimination Chamber first before we go into this Cody Rhodes nonsense. Um, Elimination Chamber happened on Saturday. I watch moments of it because I was in D.C. and I was hanging out with a bunch of friends. That was a really great weekend that I just had. And Elimination Chamber, for first time ever, happens in Jeddah out there in Saudi. <laughs> and, um, you know, very just uh, very interesting fucking show, man. You know, obviously Roman was going to go over on Goldberg. I didn't even watch that whole match all the way. I saw the end where he got him with the sleeper. And I'm like, OK, that makes sense to me. You know, um, what else happened? The woman's Elimination Chamber happened and. I didn't get to watch most of it, but with Bianca Belair winning, I'm satisfied. You know, like that with her winning, it makes it okay for me that Ronda Rousey won the fucking Royal Rumble because, you know, it's a big name for the WWE. You're going to get people talking about it. So, you know what? If Ronda is going to win the Royal Rumble, but then you give me Bianca, who will probably beat Becky Lynch at WrestleMania, that's what I'm hoping. It feels like it will, especially because last night on Raw, because had to watch Raw and we'll get into that in a little bit. But, you know, Becky keeps saying no one has beat me for this title in three years. So if this is going to be part of the story, then this makes me believe hope to God that Bianca fucking beats her. You know, I also saw someone that was like, you know, what it would be cool as fuck if Bianca has like the next streak, you know, of WrestleMania. It probably would have never get to Undertaker potential because I don't know. I don't see WWE giving that much love to a woman to do that much, unfortunately. But. That would be sick, but you know what? I could live with this. After a woman's elimination chamber, I don't really know what happened, that much of it, but with Bianca winning, 
WWE could get a pass for what happened at the Royal Rumble for me. On that, on the women's Royal Rumble, at least. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that match, I mean, it was a really short match for, like, a limited streaming match, but it was honestly entertaining. Like, there was some cool spots, you know. Everyone got a, t- a chance to shine. Like, people in that match that really stood to me was, like, Liv Morgan, Bianca. And even Dewdrop is, like, lately has been honestly pretty good. Dewdrop's been doing pretty good, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> she has a... a arguably a bad name but you know in the ring she's definitely like proving her worth like proving that she belongs with like in these spots and getting these big matches so um that was dope but yeah the spots were cool you know like i said bianca when it was just like honestly the best outcome they could have done because that is not known for long-term booking but bianca and becky is has been a long-term story since SummerSlam. so to see finally gonna get like a proper payoff at wrestlemania i think it's like perfect and they should be doing more of that you know have these long these long storylines from like one big four to the next you know yeah because you know uh, it's funny when i think now whenever i hear long um long time look uh, not even i can't even speak long-term booking i think of uh public enemy podcast shout out to them and how they fucking said long long uh, long-term booking when it came to what happened with roman and seth at the royal rumble and then this guy jd from new york tried to shit on them i i think it's because he's possibly racist i don't know <laughs> alleged that's just i'm i don't know but i'm not saying he is but he might i don't know but then again he's funny he's the one of the lead commentators for uh, house of glory and i've been going to their shows lately and um where me and my girlfriend sat he, we were essentially right across from the commentary table and i saw this one black girl like with her baby boyfriend or brother like go like up to him and she was like starstruck when this man <laughs> shook her hand and like you know he he held her hand for a little awfully long time now i couldn't lie it was a little creepy but after she was done talking to him, she fucking like was like, oh, oh, like she fucking was so excited. I know this is a tangent, but um, long term story booking. Um, but yes, that is that's basically the best way to put it. And if they could finally, you know, they screwed Becky. I mean, they screwed Bianca at SummerSlam 23 uh, seconds. And we're finally now coming back to it at WrestleMania, which will probably give us the match that we wanted to get once we saw these two in the ring. At that moment, that's uh, that I could maybe forgive this too, you know. If this gives us an amazing fucking match and she ends up, you know, winning the gold, I could forgive what happened at SummerSlam too, in a way. Because if you think about it, Bianca Belair never fell off, you know. She she kind of said it last night on Raw, you know. She listened to what Be- uh, Becky Lynch said and she went in the back of the line. She was a sole survivor of Survivor Series. She fucking just won the Elimination Chamber. She's been putting on fucking heaters against everyone she's been in uh, the ring with. So, technically, losing didn't really hurt her that much because she's still been in the top of the line here. And now she's going to get to get the chance in WrestleMania. So, I think, uh, yeah, I'm really excited for that. That's going to be cool to see this finally pay off. And if Becky, I mean, as long as Bianca goes over, I'm pretty happy with it, you know? <laughs> yeah, same here. Like, as long as Bianca wins, you know, <laughs> I'm sick to see they like, putting like, something out the bag and say, you know what? Let Becky win again, you know, just just to just mess with us. Because lately, you know, Black Rest is having, having the best spotlights in the league. Um, But, you know, hopefully Bianca Dude. wins. I could definitely think she will win. Um, yeah. yeah, I think it could be Dude, I'm wearing my... I'm wearing my Becky shirt now, but I want Bianca to win, man. And I'll be wearing my Bianca shirt uh, that uh, Storyline Tees gave a shout out to them. I was wearing that the other day. That was a sick ass shirt. That Janet Jackson remake um, with Bianca. 
what else happened in Elimination Chamber besides the Elimination Chamber match? Uh, uh, Drew McIntyre went against Madcap and almost killed him, but apparently Madcap is okay. So I saw that spot on Twitter. I'm like, yo, that was that was fucked. Like that dude, he should have shrunk. Like his vertebrae should have fucking shrunk at the way that happened. Um, and I think what is it? Did the Viking Raiders have a match against uh the or somebody have? Some, there was a tag team match that I didn't really uh, care for. Uh, I didn't watch, but it was Ronda and Charlotte versus. Naomi no, there was and... wasn't there a dudes tag team as well too. I do know what you're talking it, about it got, now. So yeah, maybe we can talk about that. It one. Got canceled. <laughs> I mean, they didn't get canceled. They they. Oh yeah, that's right. Because the Usos came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know now. I know that. Yeah. So technically, it did get canceled in a way. <laughs> um. But okay. Yeah. So that's not important to talk about. But yes, the uh, Ronda Rousey and Charlotte. Were, no, they weren't. Were they the tag? No, they weren't the tag. It was Ronda and who? Uh, Ronda and Naomi. Yeah, there it was. <laughs> I got mixed up. Hey, oh yeah, Ronda <laughs> and Naomi versus uh, Charlotte and Sonya Deville. I mean, I, I I saw fucking someone tweet karate. Oh, a Cobra Kai Karen when it came to fucking Ronda, and that fucking had me <laughs> dead because I don't know why the hell she came out in a full fucking G. But um. I didn't even watch that match either. I didn't really care about this build right now. I mean, I do care to see if Sonya and Naomi are going to have a match at Mania. That would be a good one to do. But besides that, eh, I don't don't really care. (laughs) Yeah, that match was just like, it was just there. You know, I honestly don't care about Ronda's return to that. Like, quite honestly, like, she's here. Cool. You know, if if she gets us another Revolution show, that'd be really dope. But besides... Besides that, evolution, yeah. But besides that, like I don't have any feelings toward her being back in the at all. Like, cool, it's not affecting me anyway. Possible, hey, I think Becky versus Becky versus Bianca should be event night one. <laughs> Forget Charlotte and Ronda, but you know, here's not here or there. But yeah, yeah, man. Like it also makes sense too for them the main event because think about it: the only two women to win a main event of WrestleMania should then main event WrestleMania and, you know, kind of go and go, go at at it. But knowing that it's Ronda Rousey, I could see her main eventing and also have Charlotte Flair in the mix. I could also see why she would main event, but um, I just don't really care. I expect their match is going to be good. That's about it. You know, I don't, I don't think the match will be shitty, but I don't care right now, at least at this moment, maybe they'll give some good build to it. Cause I do remember, like I that one of the best WWE clips in a while that I see on Twitter is when Ronda was in the back of the police car and Charlotte <laughs> knocks the shit out of her with the knee. So, you know, this could be interesting to see where it happens. Um, but uh, at this point right now, I don't care. And I'm more interested to see the booking with Sonya and, and uh, Naomi. So, yeah. But now I guess the best way to talk or not the best way, but we could just talk about the fucking elimination chamber match. Um, that was something. I mean, the fact that Brock Lesnar, you know, I told you this too. I fucking told you this a while ago that, you know, Brock Lesnar winning the title before just to then lose to Bobby and stuff like that. At one point I texted you, Oh, hundred percent title versus title matches happening at WrestleMania. And I, you I don't know if you really thought that you thought something else. I don't know. We're like, let's see what happens with Bobby losing with Biggie losing the belt. So then Brock gets it and then Bobby gets it back. 
we ain't getting shit. We're getting that title versus title match. And I don't know what the fuck's going on with the WWE at this point. Like, why? Why do you need this to be title versus title? What is this going to do? Because I swear to God, if you end the brand split, you got to cut like half of your roster. Half of the people in the WWE will have to then get fired to make this fucking work. Because you'll just have so many people sitting at home more than already just doing nothing. And it's another one of those things where it's like, why did Brock win the Royal Rumble? Why does he have to be the WWE champion to then go against Roman? You know what? I also think Roman will probably go over in this match. Uh, but then again, it is Brock Lesnar, two of the biggest booked, you know, strongest booked characters in the last somewhat amount of years it's been. So I, I don't know what the fuck is the game plan here. Um, I didn't know Bobby was apparently already hurt before the match. So that kind of sucks. Uh, I thought because I saw the part where he gets like hit into the chamber. And, I'm like, and since I didn't watch the match, I was only looking at clips for a bit. I thought he actually got concussed in there. So I was a little worried. And I don't even know what's happening because technically he's still booked for the MSG show in two weeks. But I remember reading something that he'd be gone for past WrestleMania for a bit. So I don't know what's happening there. I'd rather have Bobby be champion or have lost it with the idea of AJ Styles winning it at that chamber mm. and then Edge and AJ go against. And then, you know what? Give the title to fucking AJ for a couple months until Mania or, or well, it was only a month or so before Mania. And then, you know, Edge could win it or AJ could still hold it. I don't know. AJ just got signed to a new fucking deal, you know? So what's going on here? I, I, I just don't know what the WWE is doing right now. And I'm not that big of a fan of it. I don't hate anything that has to do with Brock and Roman separately. It's just right now, we don't fucking need that shit. And they could be doing so many other things. And also, for me, when I look at it, it's like, okay, Roman versus Brock, that happens. Who, Whoever beats whoever doesn't really matter. The next question is, who will then beat them? You know, because at this point... No one is beating these guys. No one can beat these men because almost happened that Seth Rollins could have beat him. It could have beat Roman, but then Roman's fucking TQ'd himself. So that could be the finish until he's ready. The money in the bank is no longer in play. I don't even remember who was the last. Oh, wait, Big E was it? Um, so, like, who's going to surprise the champion and get a quick win over them or, you know, get them while they're injured or something like that? I just don't know what's going on here. And I don't know if I like it. Am I going to watch WrestleMania? Yeah, because I'm a fucking Mark-ass bitch. And I'm going to complain about the product for a bit on the internet. And I'm still going to watch it and still complain about it. <laughs> so I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I think this is a big mistake. I, I think I think they're, they're already booked themselves to a corner of Roman. I think they're just going to dig a bigger hole in terms of like, who's going to take time for him? Why does matches happen? You're first of all, you have a two night WrestleMania and you're taking away a world title match for night for one of the nights. It seems like a huge mistake in terms of like you're trying to sell tickets, you're trying to get people to buy the pay per view, you're trying to get people to sign the Peacock, but you only have one world title match on one night. You know, to me, that seems really backwards in terms of like wanting to book a good show. Because if you look at it right, the only marquee matches they have right now is that match, uh, Ronda and. Maybe and Becky versus Bianca. And there's only three really like strong marquee match that they have currently booked. And I don't know who could make like I don't know. Night one the night seemed like to me is gonna be really weak compared to like, night two, which is actually gonna have Roman versus Brock. 
Um, and it, it sucks because, like, honestly, I was like, I was really looking forward to a face Brock versus a Hugh Roman. You know, to me, that's like a cool dynamic, a cool rivalry. But I don't want to see a double title match. I don't want to see a potential unification of the titles or like who's going to drop who's one, one, when is one that going to drop one of the titles or the two who, um, and I don't, I don't know. It just seems like a very odd situation to put yourself in when you really don't have anyone that could beat Roman right now. Like literally they're in the situation because there's no one who could beat him, you know? So just like, where do you go from here for another year? Do we just wait the Roman hold both titles until the rock? Like, I don't know. <laughs> like this doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Cause at this point, no one can beat these guys. And you know what? You could have finally had Roman lose to John Cena, but honestly, it makes sense that he beat him because this was kind of like a stepping stone he needed to continue to show he is the biggest name out here, you know? But at this point, after this, who do you got for Roman? You know, they've made it show that Brock Lesnar can lose, but he has to lose to someone like a Roman. Or, I mean, Seth did beat him before, but I don't even remember what happened in that match. I feel like, how did he win? Like, I don't remember if it was because of, like, some shenanigans or some shit. I can't recall at this point. But right now, WrestleMania, the matches that they have seem to be good. But I don't know how the hell they're going to book the rest of the show. Because mm-hmm. right now, they, they got a lot to work with, especially for being a two-night show now. You got a lot to figure it out. Because, like... This is two years in a row now that they've done two nights. Last, the first time they ever did this, obviously there was one night that was way better than the other one. And then last year, like, I'd say they weren't, it wasn't, they were both kind of solid, you know, especially for the first time having a crowd. They were both pretty solid for what they gave us on each side of things. But now it's like, okay, let's, let's just add edge and Ro- and Edge and AJ Styles for the mix. Okay, that's good. What else are you probably going to have? Um, something happening with the Usos probably going against uh, Private Party. I mean, Private Party. <laughs> I mean, the WWE's version of Private Party is Street Profits. Um, man, what else do you got? I don't know. <laughs> like, literally, at this point, what are you giving us? Maybe Sonya and Naomi? What were you going to say? They don't, they don't have anything because I mean, I'm even thinking like, all right, who the heck is Priest going to defend the title against? Because he's facing Finn Bad next week in Raw, so that's going to end there. There's no one on Raw to face Damian Priest, really. Like, not that, that, that doesn't come to mind right now, but I don't know. And then you got maybe had like and... Sammy versus Johnny Knoxville, which is cool, but oh, wait a second, we do have a match technically booked, but this sounds more of like a pre show match, but they will definitely put it on the guard. Um. <laughs> fucking Logan Paul yeah. and the Miz versus the Mysterios, which you know we'll get a little bit more into that in a sec. But I don't give a shit about that match. <laughs> Honestly, the card for next week's Revolution seems ten times better than what we're getting right now. I mean, Hangman versus Adam Cole, you know, well that's awesome. Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker, that's going to be a banger already. Red Dragon, Young Bucks, and Jungle Ex- Jungle Express, okay. Sammy and Andrade and Darby. The fucking dog collar matchup, whatever the revolution match has, we already got Lee Wardlow and Hobbs, John Moxley and Brian Danielson and Jay White apparently versus Orange Cassidy. Like that card is fucking stacked. 
Like, I'm actually excited for that. I'm pretty sure the, that they're going to have that at Legends Bar. I don't know if you want to go on a Sunday night to the bar to watch that, but I need to go back to that bar for a live atmosphere for a show. And that one seems like it's going to be a good one. But back to Mania. I don't know what they're doing, man. And uh, based off of Elimination Chamber and just... It's so crazy to think that 2020, while it started off really rocky for WWE because they were trying to get used to everything with the pandemic and not performing in a crowd... It's great to think that a lot of those pay-per-views, besides like Extreme Rules, are a lot better than some of the shit we've gotten, especially in the last couple of months since 2020 started. Yeah, like, yeah, 2022 has been a bad year, <laughs> a bad year start for the year. Like, this, like I, honestly, I think it might be like historically bad. There's little to no good um, happening right now. Even 2021 was like okay, but but yeah, I don't know. I feel like. They they just in a weird spot. They booking some weird matches that shouldn't be booked. Like I don't know. <laughs> like I don't know how to explain it. As a fan, I'm just not too excited, and I'm not. And I, you know, I probably sound like a just an asshole from the internet, just you know talking <laughs> about how I feel, and always got shit on WWE and have to praise AEW. But it you just can't be blind to this shit, man. Like you can't, and it's really some. It's really fucking hard to watch Raw and. I don't even know what happens on SmackDown because, unfortunately, it happens on a Friday night. So that's always rough for me because now I want to live my life. So, you know what, WWE, just figure it out. You got until WrestleMania. As long as you make sure WrestleMania is a good time, who who knows what else we got in store for 2022. Um, 2022 has just been a very interesting year. You know, for wrestling, it's it's already been off to a fucking banger in terms of, like, just crazy things that have happened. Like you got Jay White in AEW. I got to see Jay White go against um cash flow at, at HOG at hog. That was pretty fucking cool. Honestly, it's going to, I can't, you better see $20 to go to that show. You kind of <laughs> should go. You're going to miss the Lucha bros versus the fucking Briscoes. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. It's gonna I'm, be I'm very much expecting within the next couple of weeks or not weeks, but within the next one or two house of glory shows, the Hardys are coming back. A hundred percent. They they are former House of Glory champions, and right now they are going all over the place and having tag team matches. They they got one mat, uh, booked with Enzo and Cass happening in a couple of weeks and for Northeastern wrestling. But um, the biggest thing for twenty twenty two to talk about right now at this moment, besides the fact that Stone Cold may or may not be wrestling a match at WrestleMania, which I guess that you could talk about. I don't want to see that happen at all, to be honest. I love Stone Cold. Probably, you know, he is the Mount Rushmore of professional wrestling for a reason. But last year, he fucking said to himself, hey, I don't need to wrestle ever a fucking again. So unless they're throwing him the biggest bag in the world, that man needs to sit down and just keep stuttering people when necessary. But besides that, Cody Rhodes left AEW, man. That's wild. That that I did not think that was gonna happen. He fucking, you know, the 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 IWC, all the tabloids and all this shit when it comes to wrestling, were like, okay, Cody is te- like not really here. You know, he's his contract ended. And then even Cody Rhodes said it after I'm pretty sure what after the ladder match against Sammy, he's like, I'm here on a handshake deal. Blah blah blah. It was in between one of those things where he said it was on a handshake deal. And then last week it became official that he's done with the company. And people are really, you know, a lot of people are saying this shit sounds like a work, but I don't even know anymore at this point. 
I don't know if this sounds like a whole long work. And then when you got WWE specifically yesterday tweeting shit, talk about adrenaline, fucking talking about even on the Raw talk, they, uh, the, one of the guys was saying, oh, adrenaline in my soul, you know, or like whatever. I'm like, excuse me? Then they, you've got Miz saying dashing. You got on WWE's Twitter, you know, they're saying smoke and mirrors. I'm like, all right. Who who the fuck is running this Twitter? Because I got to beat the shit out of this man. <laughs> what the hell is going on here, man? Cody Rhodes is done with AEW. What? <laughs> Cody was last. I, I was hunting for this. Jericho's going to be the first defector. Like, leave it. They're good. That, you know, Jericho looks at the cop guy who chases the money. It's like, all right, it's definitely going to be him. You're going to go work for his dad, Vince. Uh, uh, no, Cody surprised us, honestly. Like, from the start when that whole thing went down, I was like, all right. He probably is working on a handshake dude, but he probably is going to resign. Like, he probably just like holding out for like a contract, or whatever, or like he was sick or whatever. Some of his family was sick, something. He so he wasn't there to like put pen to paper. That's the day Mesler's thoughts. So I was like, all right, that's probably true too. Um, nah, man, this guy just just said he's gone, and honestly, like I'm convinced he's going to show up in there yet within like the next two weeks, maybe, maybe maybe at Mania. You know, if you, unless they want to give him a Mania match, I'll say like beforehand, but. Um, it's crazy because like this, he's the last person that I really thought would like really like be the first to leave. Like, I mean, at some point I thought he might be might want to go back. I feel like maybe deep down inside of him, he knows he wants to win like a world title in WWE. He never got to do so, or like I don't know, there's like a goal of his. But um, yeah, I don't know that. I'm excited for it because I'm personally, I think most people know by now. Like, I personally watch WWE more than AEW. Um, not that. I think it's better. It's just like an easier watch for me sometimes. So to see Cody go there, just like it's just exciting stuff to like have that change. It's okay. We've seen Darren Bryan go to AEW. We've seen Am Cole. We see all these big names, but it's time to see like the other side of the story and see how WWE plays around with like a former AEW talent. You know, for me, if he's going to WWE, I just don't understand <laughs> what's going to happen because. Does he just think Vince is going to look at him and be like, this is a main eventer now, you know, (laughs) like, like, I just don't get it because it's kind of been made publicly already that Vince doesn't give a shit about what AEW's doing. Mm -hmm. Like he even like, you know, I'm pretty sure that was a real thing that got clipped that was put around or he's like, oh, more people what we could give them or whatever the case may be. I think that was a real thing that happened. My memory serves correct. Does he just think that that the, does he think that the people in creative have been watching his shit and that they're going to want to try and convince Vince to put him in the top? Because still, this is like when I go back to what's going on with Roman and Brock. I don't you're going to make this audience or at least try and convince Vince that this guy can maybe beat them. You know, at this point, no. If maybe you told me Seth Rollins or. Kevin Owens were the ma- the world champions. Then okay, yeah, Cody Rhodes can easily beat these guys with how they've been booked before. But you got Roman on God mode. You got Brock Lesnar literally being Brock Lesnar. So I just don't see what is going to happen. And I saw this rumor of saying like, oh yeah, like he's going to go to WWE, but it's going to be a while before he gets that you know that big time shine because they're going to want to try and know see what he got and try and you know that kind of proving yourself bit that they like they've done before and i doubt they fucking how crazy would it be if they send that motherfucker nxt (laughs) (laughs) 2.0 but 
Um, I, I just don't know, man. It was funny. I saw a clip from the Pat McAfee show today because they met, he mentioned Cody Rhodes. Someone told him, Oh yeah, Cody Rhodes is going to WWE. He's like, I don't care. I mean, you know, he's, they had the war with NXT. We beat them and stuff. <laughs> and I, you know, that, that's where the part's like, okay, which part was kayfabe or not? Cause then he says, Oh yeah, I'm really excited to see Cody show up. I hope he's on SmackDown. But then he's saying that, Oh yeah, we beat him. I love you, Pat McAfee, but no way in hell did you guys fucking beat them. <laughs> Obviously, they're still on Wednesday nights, and I don't know. Not, not to shit on what NXT is doing now, because I'm kind of not hating it fully, because they got people like Mandy Rose doing great, Carmella Hayes, um, you got fucking Braun, ba- Braun Breaker, and then hopefully we're going to see what happens with Dolph and Tomasa. I'm actually going to try and watch that. I know it's we're shooting during NXT, but I want to see what happens there, but... <laughs> I mean, Cody Rhodes going to the WWE, man. Like, if that's the case, I mean, what do I... I would hope he would become world champion. I mean, I'm kind of upset that Cody is leaving AEW because there was a lot of things I wanted to see him do. Brian Danielson was one. Adam Cole was another. Kenny Omega was another because he only had a couple of matches with Kenny, but it was maybe one or two. And I remember one of them being with Kenny Omega versus Cody versus Kota Ibushi. So, like, I wanted to see if they would have an actual feud together. He never had a feud with Moxley. Like, and people love to shit on Cody Rhodes because there's a lot to shit on him for, especially when he brings out the whole fucking dictionary in a promo. (laughs) And, you know, he basically ended racism, you know? Like, it's crazy (laughs) because he does a lot of fucking dumb shit, you know? But then again, there's, like, certain things that I don't hate that he's done before, and a lot of it is also his matches. You know, he puts on a good fucking match. I haven't really hated a, a... cody match because a lot of them were bangers and think about the stuff like i don't know i remember part i i feel like what the story that this being room put on the rumors is a lot of it has to do with cody chasing a bag right now which you know go for it man but also at the same time like i thought you left the wwe well not only because they let you go but also i thought with this being your way to be like i want to show that i am a top fucking star you got your company to do that. AEW, man. Like, at some point, sure, they took away creative from you, <laughs> but Tony Khan would probably find a way to put you back in the... You're an EVP. It's crazy to think. He's, he's no longer an EVP. He's no longer a wrestler there anymore. I don't know if this means Rhodes on the top is going to end, but to be honest, no way in hell they're going to be showing what he's doing in WWE while they have their product of... T- of, of AEW going on like I don't know what this man is trying to do here man I don't know if he's trying to prove a point I saw with these Kenny Omega interviews recently that it's been Cody that was the biggest guy who was pushing for WWE versus AEW when the rest of them were just trying to you know put on a cool product and have it be an alternative and stuff like that and clearly it's always been Cody that's a big proponent of versus the other guys because Sure, you've heard the Young Bucks, like, talk about, like, you know, beating the fucking developmental stuff like that. But this man literally brought out Triple H's chair and broke <laughs> it with a sledgehammer. Like, come on now. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I, I, I don't know. I'm really still confused on what's going on. And I want to see what happens here. But I just don't know if this is going to be what Cody wants. And I really hope I'm eating my words later on. I hope this guy dethrones Roman Reigns. You know what? If anyone's going to dethrone Roman Reigns at this point, let it be fucking Cody Rhodes so he could get what he wants. Because you know what? I'd be happy with that. And that would be honestly very fucking hilarious if this guy does. I'm 
That's why I feel like Cody's like whole like life missionary. They were just like, all right, let me go, let me let me go here, start this company, prove my worth, talk all this trash about WWE just so that they can acknowledge me, so one day they can pay me big money to come back. Cause like he really did leave like once in a lifetime opportunity. You like you're and the, you start that you you start a whole company like with with some guys you know they might not be your friends anymore or whatever what happened but you know you start coming with these guys you're you're on top you know you're you're a big name in the company and you just started all the way to be potentially could honestly be another mid card in WWE <laughs> like that's that's always gonna happen for real though for real like he's not guaranteed a big spot you know like he could get paid five million dollars and one day Vince could look at him and be like. I don't want to play with you no more. I'm done. And I say, you know, Vince doesn't seem Vince doesn't seem to care about paying people and not use them. So, like, it's a risk he's taking. I, I'm not commended for taking that risk. You know, he's bet on himself essentially um, to do good there. And you know, it, look, if he like you said, if he does, more power to him. He did what he had to do. He proved his worth. He proved that he was right, and all of us was wrong. If he fails and like does nothing, then just like. Boy, you know that's you just risk, <laughs> you, you you're basically almost like not room relationships with AW, but you you threw away a lot, you know, take this big risk. So yeah, I hope the best for him. <laughs> I just I, I want him to do. Yeah, good. I really do. I want him to be a mega star in WWE. I always had like when I was a little kid playing wrestling toys, I always get Corey the, heavy, the heavyweight title. You know, I want that. I want that for him, and hopefully he gets it. So yeah, man. Like you know, for me, I look at it as like. I hope to God it's either he gets the biggest opportunity in a lifetime in the WWE, or I hope this is a big ass work <laughs> and he's still <laughs> with the company somehow. Cause like, I still think no matter what, he'll still have an opportunity to go back to AEW if something fails or whatever the case may be. But if you don't do what you wanted to do at WWE, that's, I feel like this is going to hurt his career somehow. When you look into the history of Cody Rhodes, WWE, well, his time in WWE wasn't the worst thing ever, but obviously, clearly based off of what he did since leaving the company, they wasted him. You know, he did pretty okay in the legacy part of it and then whatever in between. And then even the Stardust parts weren't all bad, but clearly missed opportunities there because what you could see what he did when he went to ROH, he was in New Japan, he ran the indies, and clearly what he's done in AEW. But I feel if Cody Rhodes goes to the WWE and nothing of the of him being a top guy, like if he never becomes that top guy that he that we would hope happens if he goes there, then this is a kind of going to tarnish his career. <laughs> like, and then where are you going to go? Put your you put your leg uh, your tail between your legs and just go back to <laughs> AEW. You yeah. know, it's like I this is why I'm either I'm hoping it's a work or I'm hoping it's the best opportunity in the world for him because right now. I love Cody Rhodes. You know, he, no matter how times he's f- screwed himself up with some dumb shit he said or just tacky ass promos or, you know, I don't even. He, he deserved to beat Anthony Agogo because Anthony Agogo <laughs> did not good. deserve that fucking win, to be honest. No, sorry to Anthony Agogo if you ever watched this, but because <laughs> <laughs> you're definitely watching this show. <laughs> but you know what? I hope Cody gets what he wants out of this or. I just hope it's a big fucking work because <laughs> I wanted Cody to be AEW world champion. I wanted to heal Cody. I still can't get over that. Cody Rhodes gave us that promo a couple weeks ago, which was very similar to like, you know, John Cena saying like, I'm never going to go heal. Cody basically said the same shit. Then he leaves. <laughs> <laughs> That's a heel move of him to say all that shit just to leave. 
as like if he goes WWE and like if he goes WWE and gets booed, this man's gonna probably like fall. Like he's gonna go off the deep end because like he can't if he can't get you in AW or other this guy just like, he has to reevaluate something about his character because he's doing something wrong <laughs> at that point, you know. Yeah. I really hope that he could keep Downstreet with him. I mean, mm-hmm. WWE has obviously a relationship with Downstreet. If they still got him, well, they still had him doing the Dolph Ziggler song. I don't know if they do this new Dolph Ziggler Robert Roode remix, but keep adrenaline in my soul. Keep that fucking song on that fucking man because that would be hilarious. But Cody Rhodes, man, if you ever listen to this one day, you know, if you're listening to this the next day or whatever, you know, somehow Cody Rhodes is a fan of Project Kayfabe. <laughs> I hope to God you know what you're doing here, man, because, <laughs> you know, a bag is all well and good because, you know what, I'd be chasing a bag too, shit. But I, I don't know. I'd be careful with the way you're throwing your career around to this state because, you know, who knows what happens to AEW in the next couple of years. There's, they're still not in that point where they're going to survive. You never know. They could drop at any moment because, I mean, think about it. They're not in WWE League in terms of their financials one bit. But it would be crazy as fuck to see what happens with him if he becomes big deal in WWE. Maybe he goes back to AEW. You know, they're still like, I was always still wondering one day, would Kenny Omega ever grow, go to WWE? You know, Chris Jericho is always an option that he could go to WWE. And because they talk about it all the fucking time, it makes it seem like MJF could go to WWE <laughs> the moment his contract fucking expires. So, you know what? It's a, it's very interesting to see what's going to happen now with the career of Cody Rhodes. And I just hope the best because this guy, he has what it takes, you know, to be that guy and he should have stayed with AEW to be that guy but we'll see what happens because you know what it's an interesting time for professional wrestling 100% is you know and you know what Cody might be just might just be the biggest thing we talk about come April 2nd so I don't know yeah but yeah (laughs) who knows I mean he could come by or he could be having a match at Mania or that Monday night after Mania could be an actual good one. It hasn't been a good one in the last couple of years, but who knows? Anyway, I think that's our show, I guess. I mean, that's all I really wanted to talk about. You know, I wanted to do maybe segments or something like that, but this is all I really wanted to discuss because it's very interesting to see what's happening with Cody. WWE is very, it's a very wishy-wash product at the moment, and um, hope to God 2K22 is really good and very good for this channel on YouTube and everything else when it comes to Project Kayfabe. But with all that being said, thank you guys for listening. You can check us out. We should have a new podcast every Wednesday. That's the goal. Wednesday or maybe Thursday if things get a little busy. Um, you can check me out on Twitter, Jailbro316. I'm on Twitch too. Uh, if you're listening to this on a Tuesday, you can catch me. I mean, on Wednesday, you can catch me every Tuesday and almost every Thursday. And I'll be on Twitch just doing whatever. And uh, you can check out Quad A too. Quad A, say your stuff. Promote your stuff. Yeah, man. You can catch me on It's Quad A on YouTube. I just dropped a new video uh, like last week. So, you know, check it out. Watch it. I'm going to drop a video this week too. So, the content coming out at least once a week. So, I don't know what day, but it's coming once a week. Just keep, just keep the notification bell. You'll figure out when. Yeah. What about your podcast? Oh, my podcast. Yeah, so we're going to have two more episodes for the year. We're going to have one this upcoming Friday and the 
well, I don't know the dates, but twenty some this this upcoming Friday day this this week this comes out twenty four twenty four. You're gonna have a season finale in two weeks. Twenty fifth, I lied, I lied, I lied. Twenty twenty fifth, and then yeah, so season finale in two weeks, and then we're gonna take a break, and we'll be back sometime in like June, <laughs> honestly, like in summer. Okay, cool. Well, check us out, and uh, you can keep following us on Twitter for the podcast at Project underscore Kfabe on Twitter, and I'm pretty sure that's what we are, are also is for the podcast handle on Instagram. And uh, thanks again for listening, and uh, catch you guys uh, next time.